You're tuning into Parenting Naked, a collaborative to help navigate the celebrations and challenges of parenting. Good morning. Welcome to Parenting Naked. This is Misty White. We've got Gretchen Levy and Danan Moore here. And today's topic, we're going to be talking about traveling as a family and with kids. Yes. Yikes. <laughs> Let the fun begin. That's right. Right now, as we're recording, it's around the holiday season. So I know that there's a lot of families traveling all over right now. Um, and can be such a headache. Oh my gosh, there's tons of stressors that go along with uh, traveling with young kids. Not just us, you know, like you know, getting all of our stuff ready, but then having to help two, three other little kiddos to have everything that they need mm-hmm, on the yeah. trip can be, I don't know, for me, I feel like it's a total nightmare in the beginning and extremely stressful. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's so stressful. Does it get easier as the kids get older? Oh, it gets super easy. I would say when the kids are able to advocate for themselves verbally, when they can express what they need and kind of help themselves get to it, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. So I'm trying to go back in time. And I would say probably when the boys were like seven and nine, we probably hit like the perfect age. Because at seven, you're starting to develop the sense of, your own possessions and gathering your belongings and that kind of stuff. And so I think seven is where they can kind of maintain keeping track of their own bag or their Mm -hmm. own travel case or games or books or whatever it is that they're um, on the road or in the air with. But Mm -hmm. yeah, seven and nine for us, because the boys are two years apart, kind of seemed like it was a lot easier to prepare for. Yeah. And I I would say even with our nine-year-old at that time, we probably had him pack for himself. And then maybe I looked through it just Mm -hmm. to make sure he brought what he needed. But I, as early as I could, I stopped packing for everybody because I needed them to kind of help me out and take responsibility for getting their own stuff together. Did you ever? I'm sorry. I was going to say how frustrating it would be when you get to your destination for your kids to be like, Mom, I don't want this. Where's my blue hoodie? Like, I would just be like, oh, I Who forgot my blankie? Yes. Who Jeez. forgot my teddy bear? Yeah. yeah. No thanks. Pack yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Having, yeah. I think having a checklist might seem a little anal, but I think it's helpful. For sure. Like camping, we yeah. have a camping checklist because inevitably I forget something or a lot of some things. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, gotta have that checklist. But yeah, I would agree. Seven other it can be pretty self-sufficient now, yeah. like entertaining himself. Is, but he's also like kind of a hoarder, so he packs everything. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like we will be going to the grocery store and he'll get a backpack and it's so heavy. And we're like, what are you bringing? And he's like, books. And you will legitimately have like anywhere from four to ten books shoved <laughs> in his backpack to take to the grocery store. And I'm like, what are you doing, man? Right. So... We have to really keep an eye on him to make sure that he's not, like, packing his entire bedroom or That's something hilarious. like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to add, too, and Gretchen, you have a great story about the stroller situation, that <laughs> yeah. as soon as you can unload that stroller and not uh, need it anymore, amen. or the baby carriers yes. or car seats, that was huge. We traveled a few times where we had to pack the car seats and take them with us, you know, mm-hmm. from the West Coast to the East Coast, and it's mm-hmm. just a pain. That was a real hassle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, by the time they're seven, typically they're in a booster, 
and you just get a booster from the rental car agency. You don't have to worry about having your specific car seat because we're all a little anal about the safety of car seats and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But well, hopefully yeah. we all are. Yeah. I hope so. Us yeah. three, the yes. three of us here <laughs> that you're listening to, we're anal yeah. about those car seats, or I was back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when you can unload the stroller and those big bulky items, that makes a huge difference, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And you can rent a lot of car seats. Is that what you were saying? You're right. not sure what Right. They... We hadn't ever rented car seats. Mm-hmm. I don't know what car seats are on the market today that are really popular, but we had invested in the Brytex, you know, kind uh-huh. of at the time, top of the line, highest safety ratings. And mm-hmm. so we were really particular about, well, we have to have that car seat mm-hmm. yeah. if we're going to the East Coast or, you know, okay. whatever. And so we would pack our own car seats, mm-hmm. which, I mean, that might be going a little too far, but Misty, no, oh, your husband, did. he's oh going to do the same thing. Oh, yeah. And so we were just really particular about the car seats. Mm-hmm. Aren't yeah. those so heavy? I've heard, so... I have heard that about that brand. Yeah, fortunately, they make backpacks. You can put them in. Yeah. <laughs> so. Is that extra? Is that an extra cost? Yeah. So them? there's a backpack carrier for the. Oh yeah, we seats. ordered yeah. something like that on Amazon, but it wasn't <laughs> like made by the people that make mm. that brand of car yeah. seat or anything. It was just like a. Yeah. Um, yeah, it has the straps. I, mm-hmm. I'll have to find this picture. I have this picture of when August was six months. We went back for a wedding in October in Maine. Is that right? Was it Maine? No, Massachusetts. And so we traveled, you know, all the way from Colorado to Massachusetts. Yeah. We first went to Maine, that's right, to see some friends and, like, kind of extended the vacation. So we went to Maine and then we went to Massachusetts for the wedding. And I have this photo of Adam with all of this stuff curbside. <laughs> it is hilarious. It's just this, like, like you know, one of those push carts that's, like, mm-hmm. overflowing, and then there's, like, a whole stack of luggage next to it. I'll find it, and you could put it on the website. It's hilarious. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I tease Randall that he's our pack mule all the time. It's just mm-hmm. we just load him up and then just, like, get him out the door. Like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, my, it's so much. You, you have to have so much stuff when mm-hmm. your kids are infants toddlers Mm -hmm. you just well you kind of have to be prepared for anything yeah and I don't know about you guys but every time we travel that's when our kids would be sick it did not matter so we (laughs) kind of had PTSD for travel Mm -hmm. and illness and so every time we got ready to travel we were also planning well so-and-so is going to get sick Mm -hmm. we have extra clothing we have extra you know whatever Mm -hmm. so that was just our thing yeah I remember Googling, like, how to travel with a sick, like, I, I can't, at various stages. Like, the first time I did it with Tatum by myself, I was Googling how to, how to travel with it. I think she was, like, 18 months. One tip that somebody put on a site was bring a towel. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. I did, though. Uh-huh. And let me tell you the amount of shit I cleaned up with that <laughs> towel. Spilled milk, uh-huh. um, you know, spit up. Like, I was like, thank God for this towel. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. Right. I never would have thought to Yeah. Just a little towel. hand towel. Yeah. 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 Well, Zoe threw up all the time when she was an infant, up until she was, like, one. So we mm-hmm. always had, like, birth cloths and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. that was just because we were, like, ready for the vomit to come. Right. <laughs> We're really yeah. selling travel. Maybe travel. Right? Right. Yeah. Uh, Maybe travel with burp cloths, towels, and Ziploc bags. Yes, that's a key right. one. Yeah. Didn't you say that? Yes, because that the, my most recent travel was the time that I already told you guys about where Tatum peed on the sidewalk. 
I think you have said that so (laughs) So I was like, thank God I have this Ziploc because we're about to get on an airplane. I had pee pants like to deal with. So (laughs) I did have a Ziploc and I was, it was a proud mama moment. Like I was like, like I'm prepared. I'm so prepared. (laughs) We can still go through check-in. That's right. Well, what we can do is kind of walk through like, how do we pack? Like, do we bring items for our kids to play with and car travel versus mm-hmm. airplane travel? I've never, like, done Greyhound or any kind of bus travel like that. Only but when I, would, I was a kid, yeah. Yeah. Maybe all of them might be similar. Uh, I would say we took a quick trip on the train from Denver to the mountains with both boys. And Carter was less than a year old and Andrew would have been, you know, two to three years old. I think it's the same as car travel. We just kind of prepared for anything to happen. Mm-hmm. You just bring it. But yeah, you pack a bigger suitcase then. <laughs> so. Yeah. I know for us, having, like, entertainment mm-hmm. was probably, mm-hmm. like, the number one thing. Yeah. That, you know, because, you know, kids want to get up and run around or they bounce all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Play-Doh, we would bring Play-Doh with us. That was always a fun a fun thing for the kids. Tablets, but sometimes, like, especially in airplanes, you have to make sure you bring headphones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there have been times that we've forgotten the headphones, so it's like they can not hear it sometimes, or Randall had the it programmed weird, and so he would have to sit by the kids in case it, the tablets went down. So mm. that, you know... I know that Gretchen, you you had said that you had actually bought little gifts or heard. Yeah. So I I went to Timbuk Toys and I just bought all of these like things that would be okay to use on an airplane. Like, you know, the magic um, markers that like the color sheets change Mm -hmm. colors, but there's not like an ink that's going to mark up everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I bought a bunch of things and then I wrapped them all up. So I had like a sack full of presents when I went went on the airplane. Christmas. Yeah. And I just kept like, whenever there would be like a lull, because my kids are really active and probably everybody thinks that about their kids, but Mm -hmm. I think mine are on like a different level. (laughs) Uh, So they have to be constantly entertained. And Mm -hmm. so I would just like whip out a new gift and then that would be fixating for 10 15 minutes because mm-hmm. it was new and novel. I also have a policy of when traveling not necessarily in a car but specifically in an airplane where there's lots of other commuters that you have to consider like whatever they want. Mm-hmm. It is like the time when the rules go out the <laughs> out the door. Mm-hmm. Um it's just like you want candy? Great, candy. Okay, yeah. you want hot cocoa? Yeah, bring on the hot cocoa. Like, whatever it was that was going to keep them content, yes, Mom. it happened. Mm-hmm. So they probably like traveling. Yeah. yeah, It's a real treat. I would like to travel with you. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, the gifts sound great. They do, yeah. And I would try to get new things, too, for the mm-hmm. kids. Um, I've heard those little window decals, like those little sticky window decals that you can get at like the dollar store or whatever, mm-hmm. um, that that's fun for the kids to play with because they can put it on like the airplane window and kind mm-hmm. of move it around or put that's it in clever. the car. Yeah. Yeah. That was a clever little thing. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But like juices and that kind of stuff. But then you have to worry about like if you've got kids who are potty training, you don't want to mm-hmm. give them too much to drink. <laughs> yeah. Because mm-hmm. then you're changing them. Oh, my gosh. We became experts of changing the kids on our laps. 
so we wouldn't have to like get up and like try to go to the bathroom. We're just like, okay, we're changing the kids on our laps. Randall, <laughs> you get the feet, I'll get the mid body. Um, mm-hmm. We got good at it. Now with Memphis, I got pretty good at changing him when he was standing up. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not even laying down. We're changing you this way. Um, how about spouses? Like, do you guys put your spouses to work when it comes to travel or do you have a partner that kind of likes to hang back? No, I hate to say it. If we're traveling, it's usually Sean's idea. Mm -hmm. So he has to work for it. I know how much work goes into it. So I'm usually not the first to say, oh, or back in the day was the first to say, yeah, let's hit the jet and go. You know, Mm -hmm. I did make him work. I did make him tote things around. And eventually kind of incorporated this, if the kids can pack for themselves, you can too. And I just unloaded all of those responsibilities at a certain point that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a group effort to travel and not just one person's job. Yeah. I think Randall packed for himself. He, like, wants to bring several different pairs of shoes and... He wants nice pants and then, you know, comfortable pants, and he's got to have certain T-shirts, and he'll always say, no, no, I trust you. I trust that you're going to pack. Mm-hmm. You know what I like to wear, and then, like, we'll get to wherever we are, and he's like, well, you only packed me one pair of shoes? Like, what if we go out, or well, I can't wear those? To-. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's you. <laughs> like, you're packing your own self now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. No, I I cannot believe you do that for him. Oh, I don't anymore. Yeah, and he gets upset now, but I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, every day, even when we go camping, if I'm like, oh, here are clothes that he might like, we'll get there. And he'll be like, why did you pack me this shirt? Like, you know I don't wear the shirt camping, so I'm like, never mind. <laughs> oh, my god, I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. That is We can't funny. inventory our kids and our husbands. No. <laughs> no. I think they would like that, but no. Mm-hmm. So spoiled. No. Yeah. I've never, ever packed Adam for any, <laughs> for any <laughs> vacation. Um, but I do, by, I don't know, default, just end up packing the girls and me. Yeah. It seems like that's my responsibility yes. somehow. I don't... But he... He does like that whole Tetris thing where you get all the things in the back mm-hmm. of the car, like in a way that yeah, it fits. I hate to be gender stereotyping, but the male brain seems oh, to yeah. do that little jigsaw puzzle better. Oh yeah, um, so he does that. I will pack stuff in the car, and I'll come out, and Randall has got it all out and repacking it. Yeah, and I'm like, really? What are you doing? And he's like, we've got two more bags. They can't fit the way that you did. <laughs> Like, great, here you go. It's the same reason he hates when I load the dishwasher. He's yeah, like, you are yeah. you may be the worst person at loading mm-hmm. a dishwasher. I'm like, how is there a wrong way to yeah, load a you dishwasher? Put, yeah, you put the dishes in there. But, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Randall and my sister, oh, my God, they can pack everything in there. And I'm like, what? what? Like, I've got 20 <laughs> items, and they've got, like, 72. Right. <laughs> funny. Uh, so, Gretchen, you do have a funny stroller. Well, it's not oh. funny. It, like, breaks my heart. Like, when you talk yeah, about it, it, like, stresses me out. But yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> like, sh- prepare, people. <laughs> try, yeah. <laughs> Trying to remember how this went down. I was going to California. August was six months old. And I, she was still in the bucket, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, brought the stroller and brought a baby carrier also. And then my luggage. And... I, I can't remember exactly how this played out, but, like, I know I checked my luggage curbside, but I didn't 
check the bucket because, you know, the bucket clips into the stroller. Yeah. So I check my bag. I start to move into the airport. I unfold the stroller. And all of a sudden, panic ensues because the fucking, like, you know the bar that the thing clips to? Yeah. Well, I had taken it out randomly to put Tatum in the stroller like Mm -hmm. the week before and I never had put it back in. Yeah. So now the bucket that's supposed to go into the stroller has nothing to latch to. So basically I have a stroller I can't use Mm -hmm. because she wasn't at the age where she could be sitting up in the stroller without the infant carrier. Yeah. Um, And so then I also had her in an infant carrier that I couldn't then carry around while pushing a stroller. So just break down. Oh. I break down. I'm like flustered. You could tell I'm flustered. I'm like trying to figure out, do I put her in the baby carrier? And then I try to lug all this crap around because I have the carry on. Oh I have God. a bucket. I have a stroller. And then I have an infant mm-hmm. in a carrier. I start crying. And this guy who's <laughs> walking by, he's like this sweet guy in his like late twenties and he's carrying his skis. He's going to do something mm-hmm. much cooler than I was going to do. <laughs> And he looks at me and he was like, can I help you? And I was like, I'm beyond help. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's such despair. (laughs) So then I'm like, well, what can I possibly do? I can't even carry all this. Mm -hmm. So I sort of like stack everything into the open space of the stroller and I get it to like a side of the airport where they have a lost and found. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, just maybe there happens to be a stroller there that that has this crossbar Mm -hmm. that I could use. So at this point it's like too late to check the uh, baby carrier. Right. So Mm -hmm. like I'm carrying her, but I also have to carry this other thing. So I go over there and I'm like, is there any like stroller it's a Graco stroller that has this thing and she was like no I'm so sorry and I was like well I'm abandoning this stroller because I can't use it so I'm turning it over like I just was like oh and so then I had her still in the bucket thingy and I'm trying to like get through security and this nice guy would like help me pick her up and carry her four feet while I have also my carry-on and all this other crap happening so Anyway, that was my Ugh. travel fail. Yeah. Big fail. Yeah. Oh my god, there's so many. There I mean That's I tough. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. we've traveled uh several times with the kids and oh my god, like I just feel like one, there needs to be like a family line. Like solely a family line for like families that have like small kids that have strollers and that have car seats and you've mm-hmm. got a million bags that they have to go through. Um, I packed a whole bunch of food and now you have to take all of that food out of the backpack. So you're literally like unloading the entire backpack and taking the shoes off and oh my God. And like for me, I'm always like thinking about like other people, like we need to hurry, we need to rush through. And you know, you see the line slowly like backing up or piling up and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, just want to cry every time. It's <laughs> so overwhelming. Yeah. And then when you finally get to, like, the terminal, you can breathe a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you hope that you have everything. Right. But we've lost baby dolls. We've lost a shoe. We've yeah. lost a favorite blanket. You know, because it's just like you're scooping everything up. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and hurrying. Everything's and hurrying. a yeah. hurry. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you not have TSA pre? Because no. I think that's a game changer. Yes. Get the family signed up for the TSA pre. Yeah. Well, I didn't even know that that yeah. existed until just real recently. <laughs> that or Clear Choice. Yeah. Right. Is mm-hmm. it called Clear Choice or Clear? Clear. Mm-hmm. Clear Choice, I think, is for braces. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> clear. And we just recently signed up for Clear, and I think for the family, it was $130 that included all four of us. Mm-hmm. So anytime you have a minor, you're, you don't have to pay separate for them to go mm-hmm. through Clear, but it's really quick. It gets you through a lot the, faster. Just like TSA Pre, very similar. Mm-hmm. You have first priority to go through security in front of the line. So, mm-hmm. And because you're pre-checked, they don't have to do all of the security measures that they do for everybody else standing in the regular security yeah, line. Yeah, you don't mm-hmm. always have to take off your shoes. So, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's really nice. But, I mean, it's not something you can sign up for those that are listening. It's not something you can sign up for day of at the mm-hmm. airport. Yeah. Oh, so, like, yeah. don't think you can, like, if I go early mm-hmm. and I'll just get that thing. No. You have to do an extensive, like, you know, background check yep. and um, fingerprinting and things like that, that you actually have to go to, like, an office mm-hmm. and do those things ahead of time, and then your clearance gets approved. Yeah. So, so what is that, like, weeks, months before you travel? Um, I remember it being pretty efficient process, but it was, you know, you schedule an appointment. Mm-hmm. So it, um, I think Adam did his first, and then he was like, you need to schedule your appointment. It was before this trip that I talked about when we went mm-hmm. to Maine. And then I had to go, it used to be that you had to go all the way out to the airport to do it. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. But it, now they have offices, like, around Metro Denver, so you oh, just okay. go to one that's closer mm-hmm. to you. And yeah, I want to say for clear, maybe two weeks. If you lodge yourself a mm-hmm. two-week window, if you're tight right. on time. But mm-hmm. I think when it comes to travel, don't wait on anything. If you're traveling out of the States, get your passport sooner yeah. than later. Don't make any of that a last-minute emergency because yeah. it's not fun. It just kind of adds to mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole costly. stress of traveling. So in full disclosure to our listeners, we've done this story before, and mm-hmm. I lost the file. So you're hearing this twice. Or we, we're repeating ourselves. But I wanted to go back to kind of, Misty, you talked about things like food you have to mm-hmm. take out and have that go through um, security check. We want to make sure that everybody listening understands that breast milk, baby formula, bottles prepared for the baby are still acceptable to take on the plane through security. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And you guys had made a really good point last time we were talking that security likes to hassle people. It doesn't matter. It's almost that's their big thrill for the date is to hassle people. Well, it is your right as a new parent of a nursing child or a child who is still on formula or on a bot, um, or nursing mm-hmm. breastfeeding that you can bring that formula or that breast milk yeah. with you on, on the yeah. plane. So do not ever let a TSA agent say you have to dump it out. Yeah. You do not have to dump yep. it out. Yeah. And in fact, ask for a manager. Yep. That happened to me with Zoe. We were flying to Hawaii and I had had a couple bottles that I had pumped, and they were trying to tell me that I had to throw it out. And I was like, no way. Like, I worked too hard to make that. Like, there is no way that we're throwing that out. And yeah. th- we had to talk to a manager, and mm-hmm. the manager was like, yeah, of course you can bring that on. But I was pissed. I was, like, in tears. Like, I was in a panic of, like, yeah. you know, I don't want to... I mean, it was several bottles. It was, like, three bottles, you know, that... Yeah. you know, you need, and yeah, it's not like you can just whip out your pump. Right. I mean, I guess you could, but people might complain about it. 
start times I'm sitting on the plane, next to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah I was, could you please put like, your boobs away? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. People out there, if you're you get upset about women breastfeeding, seriously, you need to just figure that out and keep it to yourself because yeah. Yeah. we're nourishing our babies. They need yeah. to eat. But yeah, that that was a source of panic for me. Like, great. What am I like? I'm not. Yeah, I'm not giving you my minutes. Bottles, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it. For any of you that are nursing, we know the pain that it can produce to go through that, save up, freeze your milk, mm-hmm. share your milk, whatever you've got going on. It's just um, a big process. And so, yeah, every ounce that you pump is really very valuable. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to just give that yeah. away. Liquid gold. So, yeah, um, I'm trying to think of any like anything else for flying, like on planes and going through security. I find often that uh, people are pretty helpful and understanding yeah. for the most part. I know I have a preconceived notion sometimes that people are just really annoyed and like get out of the way. And, and, and there are a couple people that definitely can be rude and snappy, but I think that's just probably their demeanor. Like mm-hmm. they're probably sure. just grumpy in nature and mm-hmm. you know, try not to put too much talk in them. But my experience, just like that young man with the skis, yeah, who's like, can so I help nice. you? Um, I feel like a lot of people just genuinely want to help. Yeah, sure. it's like they see you struggling, and mm-hmm. there's always like a sweet mom or grandpa or something that's like, "Oh, help put your kids' shoes on," or mm-hmm. you know, just something to help out. Right. And yeah, you know, I think people are a little bit more understanding than what we may think. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we project our anxiety and worry of like, "We've got to hurry. We're holding everyone up." And there are people who are like, "I do have time. I can help." You know, yeah. like, let me at least stand with your kids so you can put your shoes on. Right. Um, yeah. And I, like on a plane too, I feel like I, I have definitely been that parent that's had the crying kid and it's like, Oh, oh yeah. my God, <laughs> like in the sense of panic. And mm-hmm. I just feel like other parents really empathize. They really are like, Oh man, you know, I've been there before and anything I can do to help or just giving that look and the smile. Like I get yeah, it. Like I, I totally get it. Like, yeah. Oh, it'll be okay. Yeah. 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 And then, like, once you're up in the air, it's, like, you can't hear a whole lot anyways. You no. know, it's, like, the noise of the plane and, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes depending on the flight. I've been on super quiet flights where everyone's just so quiet. So then it's, mm-hmm. like, you're hypervigilant of, like, every noise your kid makes. Right. Um, but the louder flights where people are chatty, it's, like, oh, yeah, yeah they don't mind that much. Well. Mm-hmm. We recently had a neighbor telling us her story. Mm-hmm. So they're new grandparents for the first time. And her daughter-in-law and son were preparing to come out here to visit from California. I think her daughter-in-law did something that was really smart and creative. And I don't know why I hadn't ever thought of this when traveling. But she called back here to talk to her in-laws and kind of set a list of things that they could get here in Colorado or perhaps borrow Mm -hmm. or um, rent. That way they weren't stuck trying to travel through... LAX with all this stuff for the baby once they got to Denver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting. I think there were some things that she kind of went overboard with and maybe didn't really necessarily need because it was an infant. She got, she went to the extent of wanting to house uh, childproof the whole house. Oh. That might be too much, but yeah. I really 
I appreciated her thoughts and where she was kind of going with this. And mm-hmm. if other parents could kind of take that advice, depending on where you're going, mm-hmm. even if you're not traveling to see family, but you're traveling to a resort, call the resort or email somebody at the resort to see what they might have mm-hmm. that you can borrow. So mm-hmm. we're talking about portable cribs, the yeah, pack, and, pack plays. and play. Yep. They almost um, always have pack and plays. Yeah. Coming here. too, they have. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And then coming here to Denver, they wanted to go hiking with the baby. Well, REI um, is a sporting equipment store, I think well-known across the country now, Mm but REI rents things too. And so if you were wanting a baby backpack, call a local store like that who has Mm -hmm. rentals. Maybe you don't have to try and travel with this baby backpack. You can get it Mm -hmm. while you're you're there. So Mm -hmm. think about kind of going outside that box. You Mm -hmm. don't have to have everything yourself or bring Mm -hmm. all of those things to be prepared to travel. Mm -hmm. It is potential that Wherever you're going, they might have a neighbor who knows somebody or, you know, there's somebody nearby that has all that baby equipment that you can kind yeah. of borrow for your trip. That's yeah. I did like yeah. that when I heard it. We do that with, like, diapers and other stuff. You know, we'll pack enough diapers to kind of get us through in some emergency. And then, like, when we get to where we are, we'll go and, and mm-hmm. buy that stuff. Like, right. you know, anything, yeah, that we can borrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> get, you don't have to pack. Yep. Be very valuable. <laughs> um, car travel. We've done uh, several road trips. Um, one of the most miserable road trips we had was when Adler was an infant, and we drove from here to Texas to go see my dad. And uh, Adler cried like the entire like twelve hours in his little mm-hmm. car seat. And he was I don't know he's probably like eight or nine months or maybe even younger than that. Um, and what we found out later, after the trip was old over, was that um, there wasn't very much padding in the car seat. He was, Aww. like, literally laying on, like, hard back. plastic with just, like, this thin layer, you know, padding that just kind of organic, not organically, but goes into the car seat. So, yeah. um after that trip and the misery of it, because he didn't take a pacifier. And so it was just like, we all just had to listen to this poor little kid scream. He was a screamer. How fast were you driving? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Trying but, to get away from it. Yeah. I mean, maybe like renting a car seat that maybe might be a little bit more comfortable would have mm-hmm. been nice had we known. Mm. But yeah, I mean, that was like something because we were like, what is going on? Like, we don't understand. But every time we would just even lay him in there, he would start screaming. Yeah. And I was like, oh, geez. So, you know, thinking about that, like trying to feel like the comfort of things, making sure nothing's poking out of the car seat mm-hmm. or a toy jammed in there. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> potty breaks. Um, having little boys is so much easier to travel with in the car because if they have to pee, you can just literally pull over and they can pretty much pee anywhere anywhere uh, yeah girls are is, is a little bit more difficult <laughs> sorry Gretchen mm-hmm. well I yeah mean, Tatum does love to nature pee is what she does calls she? it nature yeah. pee oh. like, can I do a nature pee and she'll ask like at the park I'm like no yeah you may uh, not yeah. when you're in the real yeah. wild you can yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Oh, geez. when we traveled by car with the kids I remember intentionally just saying let's travel at night. Mm-hmm. I, I am not a good night yeah. driver, so I couldn't do that on my own, but because Sean enjoys dra- driving and, you know, he can kind of 
be up any time of day. Um, that was really helpful because then the kids were sleeping. It was just yeah. kind of their natural time to sleep, mm-hmm. which helped. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember those days where we were like, we can't get there fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. And we yeah. do the night travel too. Yep. Sometimes it's, I think it's such a good idea, but I feel bad for Randall because we're all, we all fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So he's just kind of out by himself listening to music or whatever. But, right. Yeah. Drinking Red Bull and Monsters mm-hmm. yeah. and oh, <laughs> doing whatever to through. stay awake. Uh, yeah. We did a road trip, gosh, a couple years ago. We didn't have Memphis yet, but we were driving and um, there was a really bad car accident um, that we kind of drove through. So there was a semi in front of us going down the highway and um, I remember giving Randall such a hard time to, like, get around the semi because it was going so painfully slow. Yeah. And it, thank God he didn't because the car hit the semi in front wow. of us. And so the, the semi was in front of us, and we just see this. We hear something, and we see all this debris coming at us in a cloud of smoke. Yikes. And I was so thankful that Randall was driving because I probably would have, like, tried to swerve into the other lane, which there was cars in the other lane, so that would have caused a whole nother accident. Um, but Randall just, like, stayed strong and went through this cloud not knowing what was on the other side of it. And the semi <clears throat> ended up going across the median, across ongoing traffic Thanks. on the other side of the highway, and thank God didn't hit anything. But there was somebody going down the highway the wrong way, and the semi oh hit, hit the semi. But that car flew into the median, and uh, they unfortunately did not make it. Mm-hmm. But my kids were awake and witnessed the entire thing. And <sighs> they didn't know what had happened. We really made sure that we didn't tell them what had happened. Um, we just said, like, something happened with the semi and everyone was okay. But down the median, you could see the, the other car on fire, like, wow. on fire. And so we, mm. they, you know, were really worried about that. But that's something you have to worry about yeah. when you're traveling, you know, in a vehicle is yep. there could potentially be car accidents or you could get into a car accident. Yeah, be and, alert. Yeah. If, if you are driving at night, be alert. Mm-hmm. You know, we, speaking of semis and going the wrong way on the highway, we left real early one morning, and it was just as the sun was rising that we were faced with a head-on semi, and he was coming our way. We were going his way. Ha- How does yeah, this happen? I don't, know. I don't quite understand. Yeah. Well, the one that we they had just was the suicide. The... Oh, geez. Yeah, oh. so we read about it the next day, and so that was intentional, but, yeah, yeah the semi going Yeah, I mean, this go guy, ahead. I think it was just probably a sleepy driver who yeah. did not realize he got on the highway with the wrong ramp and then of course we were here in Colorado Mm -hmm. I don't I think every state is like this but we have construction all the time Mm -hmm. everywhere and so Mm -hmm. I think what happens is someone gets into this routine and they know what they're doing well then we've got construction on the highway and the ramps have changed yeah and so it could have been something just as simple as that unfortunately Mm -hmm. you know there wasn't much traffic on the road and the semi truck was probably able to pull over and wait for assistance we had ended up calling 911 just to say you know, yeah. it. here we are with the semi-truck facing us and going the wrong way. But, yeah, I mean, 
I say it, it's easy to travel at night when your kids can sleep, but make sure it fits mm-hmm. you, that yeah. you can do it safely. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, animals are out, like, especially in Colorado when you're driving, yeah. you don't know what kind of animal is going to dart across the highway. So, yeah, just be really hyper vigilant around that. Um, you know, and again, just having things for the kids to do mm-hmm. is really, really helpful. But be prepared, you know, if you get, you know, the tire gets blown to make sure that you have a spare tire and everything that you need for that. Make sure you've got water, blankets, you know. Oh my God, that no, kind of stuff. I, d- I, wow. <laughs> You're, You're like, like no. <laughs> Armageddon can happen? <laughs> my God. <laughs> I don't think Armageddon, no. but... <laughs> Gretchen's right. like, I have a bottled water for everyone. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm, I, that is amazing. You're mm-hmm. amazing that you are prepared. I've not thought of those things before. I don't have an emergency blanket or the flares or the all mm-hmm. the stuff. But, but see, now sense. you're going to, you right? You probably should. No, no. I'm not. I'm going to hope if something happens that I'm within walking distance to the <laughs> Circle K or... <laughs> I don't know. You're a city girl. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. I I think, too, with travel, our family tends to be pretty anal and OCD about things. And we just have this idea that if we said it's going to be this way, it's going to be this way. And when you're traveling with children, it's going to take you longer. Plan for more time. Yeah. There are going to be obstacles (laughs) that get in your way when you're traveling with the kids. And just be patient. Plan some time for the kids to get out. When we yeah. were raising our kids, um, McDonald's was just a saving place for us oh, because yeah. of the playland. We It could be winter. It could be cold out. It could be super hot. We knew if we found a McDonald's, we could just let them run and play, which is probably why my kids were always sick on vacation. <laughs> now that I say that. I'm still like, wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe. Uh-huh. I just have this aha moment. Bring a Lysol, the, the max coverage version. <laughs> And before they get in that ball pit. Right. Yeah. Antimicrobial <laughs> wet wipes. Um, yeah, clean clean before you let them Bring play. a towel. <laughs> yeah. But in all, <laughs> in all seriousness, allow yourself extra time and consider yes. it. this traveling with children isn't just about you and your partner. Traveling with children is about everybody, and we can't forget those guys in the back seat need some extra support and mm-hmm. yeah. um, activity to make it through. Yeah. Well, and I think, again, like doing some self-care, um, and we've talked about this a little bit, like Randall's not a good traveler. He is very anxious, and when he gets anxious, he gets really grumpy and demanding and is totally inflexible. And so I call him the storm before the calm because it's just... It can be a nightmare. It feels like a nightmare when you're already stressed out and then you have a partner that is mean and stressed out. That's me. Um, yeah, you give me uh, I'm the out. Randall. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah, so I try to take a little special care of him. Like, we've joked about getting him, like, little edible gummies and just, like, putting it in a bag and hope he doesn't notice it just to kind of calm him down. Um, a dropper. Just yeah. Just, yeah. Now, now, now with yeah. the CBD, right? You can do that a little bit more discreetly. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not telling you to drug your spouse, people. <laughs> I'm just suggesting it strongly. Right. <laughs> um, but if you know that you're like that, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think maybe getting in a, in a mind space of like, okay, let's know, let's, hope for the best and kind of expect the worst and how can I deal with all of it 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because once we get to the final destination, it's like, okay, he can calm down. But then by that time, we're all so frazzled because we've had to deal with our, you know, deal with him. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That there's like this, uh, uh, what is that word called? Decompression mm-hmm. phase of like, okay, now we all need to shake it off and get mm-hmm. there. So um, Randall's been a work in progress for me and for a long time of like, you're going to either make or break this trip or make it fun or not. So mm-hmm. prepare. Like, we yeah. know you're going to be anxious, so get up earlier and get everything packed the night before. So, um, and if we know that we're like that, yeah, I mean, do what you can do to keep calm. Take some melatonin or... <laughs> and find Something. time. I think find time to, to be reflective. Traveling with children is a joy you only get to do it for so long mm-hmm. i'm on the other end of it here wondering oh the next time we do a spring break will my oldest want to come he mm-hmm. may not he might want to do his own spring break and so now we're getting to that place where oh my gosh i won't i won't have anyone but my spouse mm-hmm. to travel with you know or friends whatever it is but times are changing so enjoy those moments because they don't last forever they really don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I think that there are people, like, socioeconomic status really comes into play when it when sure. traveling. Yeah. And we want to be very mindful about that. There's some people who just can't afford to fly. Um, and they're, you know, are trying to drive and get that through. So there, there are um, ways to travel without spending a whole lot of money. You yeah. know, like, we go to the dollar store, and that's where we get a lot of our stuff to do, you know pack sandwiches, you know, just being mindful of like what things can you can you take with you to help mm-hmm. through that. And then there's people who like don't care financially, mm-hmm. you know, and and hopefully, you know, you guys can find things to bring and do for yourself and the kids to make it a little bit more comfortable, but it's not just about us and how we're doing. We have right. these little these little ones that we really need to take care of and like do we want to start having to create a template of traveling is stressful and awful mm-hmm. or a template of like, this is so exciting and we have to do some hard work before we get there. But if we work together as a team, we can get there and let's mm-hmm. go. Um, so we're just forming those templates. Cause I know Gretchen, you said you, you had a family member that was really uh, stressful yeah. and that's kind of where you yeah, it was a, it's, learned that behavior. I think it's been passed down. It's a generational <laughs> issue, but uh, yeah, my dad was, a terrible traveler. He would just get really, like, rigid about timelines. And I remember, like, having to hold my pee because he wasn't willing to take a break to stop. And it just, he would, like, get so wound up. Mm-hmm. He would get so wound up and so anxious. And then he would just sort of, like, be, like you like you described Randall, like, barking yeah. demands mm-hmm. and um, inflexible. Yeah. And uh, it just really was not fun. And so it wasn't until I was like in my 20s that I finally was like oh I know why I'm behaving this way it's because travel's anxiety provoking yeah. travel's like something to get worked up over and not just ease into like so I would get totally flipped out um and I still have a tendency to do that but my partner knows that about me and can support me in it I also rely on you know medication med- mm-hmm. meditation things I can do to mediate it but um yeah it's it's an unfortunate thing it's, yeah. yeah well at least you're self-aware and I think that's 
the beginning, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to put it together like, oh, I'm the one causing some of this. <laughs> oh, I totally What can do, I yeah. do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Adam's putting CBD in your Red Bull. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll call him later. We'll yeah, get him some tips. <laughs> he does. He does try to like. He he does things that are super helpful. Like he like sort of preps me. Like okay, so you're gonna pack this and this and this, and then he's like, and he gives me reminders, and mm-hmm. I make the list, so I, that gives me some security over if I go through the list, I'm not gonna miss anything. Yeah, right. Um, and also like I've lived through forgetting underwear Mm -hmm. or the toothbrush (laughs) or whatever like it's okay you can find those things typically there is a general store somewhere nearby yeah 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 Yeah. nothing's Mm -hmm. earth shattering Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah well I can't think of any other I think I think the big thing is plan ahead yeah Mm -hmm. create that list it as silly as it might seem create a checklist and do yourself a favor Mm -hmm. start a week or two ahead because yeah. then you allow yourself a little more space, your mind a little more capacity to kind of just be really prepared up, you know, to that day of getting in the car or heading to the airport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I try to be packed and, like, everything ready to go, like, the day before because I just find, like, the day of, it's like you mm-hmm. think of 20 other things that you're yeah. like, oh, crap, I didn't do that. and Put the bags out. I, yeah. This is what I do. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. pull the bags out a week or two, depending on the kind of trip we're taking. Open the suitcases, put the bags out. I line them up somewhere, generally in my bedroom or in, in the hallway, and we all see it. It's a reminder that, oh, okay, well, I'll throw this in because I know I need to add that. Or swimsuits. Oh, yeah, it's winter, but suitcases are out. We'll make sure that we mm-hmm. toss the swimsuits in or something like that. But, yeah, just a gentle reminder. You don't have to rush around and be stressed and frazzled, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. 24 hours on up to I've when you I've never leave. thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. It's so simple. I am totally that person that's like, like... the morning of. Uh, oh, crap, I got to do a load of laundry. Like, that, right. I'm that person. I'm that person. Yeah. <laughs> Adam's like, sweetie, we're leaving in 10 minutes. You're like, oh, I'll do the quick cycle. I'm waiting for the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it in my Ziploc bag. <laughs> I have traveled with damp clothes in a garbage bag. Like, when I get there, I'm going to finish drying these. Like, I am just, but, yeah. (laughs) I love it. We shouldn't change your personality or your strengths, but, yeah, there's Um, some helpful tips. Maybe you can use that, Gretchen, and let everybody know that's listening how it works. Next time, I think we're going to go to the mountains for New Year's, so I will... Put my back out a few days ahead of time. Yeah. See how that works for me. Adam's going to be like, what's going on with you, Sophie? Yeah. Like, what did you yeah. Are you feeling okay? Yeah. <laughs> did that surgery change you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's so funny. But I do, like, leave the bag on the way home from the trip. That's what I have a problem with is, like, I, it takes me so long to unpack. Yeah. That um, bag will sit there for two weeks. It kind of stinks to unpack from a trip. You, <laughs> yeah. you don't yeah. want to really, like, say goodbye to your trip. Yeah. I don't know. If it's a good trip, you kind of want to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, happy travels. Um, I, it's just right now popping up for people who have, like, emergency travels. You know, somebody dying or something. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't really have time to trip. Or to pack for the trip. I think that's when the bare necessities just come in. And, mm-hmm. and rely and on your for friends the best. and family. Yep. yep. Just rely <clears throat> yeah, on what yep. 
what your other resources are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what I'll do is I'll try and post um, some helpful tips and articles related to traveling with children, car travel, and air travel as we mm-hmm. prepare to launch this or go live with this podcast. So thanks, Danette. Sure. Yeah. Well, thank you, you guys. If you have any questions or comments or suggestions, let us know on our Facebook page or on our website. On our website, yep. yep. So parentingnaked.com and then um, at parentingnaked for Facebook. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. That concludes our episode for today. Thank you for listening to Parenting Naked Collaborative. To learn more about Parenting Naked Collaborative, visit us on the web at www.parentingnaked.com or follow us on Facebook at Parenting Naked. Thanks so much and have a great day.